0: Hey there, and welcome to the Catching Up with Casey show, where we talk about anything and everything that has to do with building cohesive, vision-driven teams. I am Casey Watts, school impact strategist and the host of this show. Now, if you are here, then you inevitably are an instructional leader who wants to make change happen, even when change seems impossible. And you can do that if you you have cohesive, vision-driven teams that have done clarity work. They know exactly where they're headed and how they're going to get there. These teams have done identity work and they've built their self and social awareness skills. And they have done collaboration work and they know how to move beyond faux collaboration to get to true collaboration where change happens and where people get on board. I'm so excited to bring to you conversations that help you to do exactly that, the work that needs to be done to build cohesive, vision-driven teams. Now, with all of that said, let's dive into today's conversation. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another conversation with me. It's Sunday evening. I hope you've had a wonderful weekend and are gearing up for a fantastic week ahead. This is the perfect opportunity for you to do some reflecting Sunday evenings, watch these episodes, and then consider what it is you want to do differently or better as the week goes on. So, tonight, We're talking all about how instructional coaches can partner with their principals, which can be either a really challenging thing for instructional coaches and principals, or it can be a wonderful thing. And then there are people who are right there in the middle. So tonight I hope that you will walk away with a few ideas about how to effectively partner with your principal so that you both can make the impact that you're wanting to make. So I have some questions for you, instructional coaches, as we get started and I want you to be thinking about how this affects your partnership, not only with your principal, but also with the teachers that you work with. So here is the first question. My first question is, can you clarify your own role? Is that something that you feel really confident in doing? Do you have an elevator pitch ready so that when you have a teacher ask, what is it that you do exactly? You've got like a 30 second pitch that you can share with them and it makes perfect sense. Right. Is it simple? Is it clear? Is it um, empowering to them, not only to you, but to them as well? Well, is it those things? Can you clarify your own role? Because chances are if you cannot clarify your role, guess what? Your principal cannot clarify your role either. And neither can the teachers that you are working with. And here's the deal. So often we have principals who have not actually been instructional coaches before, right? Just like you as an instructional coach, probably haven't taught all of the grade levels and all of the content areas in which you coach. The same is true for principals. So we have to be able to clarify our role, even if they're the ones that hired us. Even if you have a job description that is absolutely beautiful and details everything that you do, you've got to take time to clarify your role for yourself so that you in turn can clarify it for the people that you partner with. And that includes your principal. If you can do that, then you are guaranteed to have a more solid foundation for beginning a partnership with them where you both can move teams forward. Okay, so that's my first question. The second question is, what is the ideal picture for you? When you think about your partnership with your principal or with any other administrator for that matter, what is the ideal picture that you are painting in your mind? Okay, so think about that for a moment. That kind of goes with this question here. What would be the end result of a strong partnership with your principal? What would be that end result? What would you hope for as a result of partnering well with your principal? I am betting that most of you are thinking you would hope for teacher growth. You would hope for a positive climate and culture for both students and teachers. You would hope that this partnership would give you a clear understanding of where you are headed in your coaching practices, right? So here, those were the three questions that I really want you to be reflecting on. Can you clarify your own role for yourself, for your principal and for your teachers? What is the ideal picture that you're painting of a strong partnership? What would be the end result of that strong partnership with your principal, okay? So you probably already have some ideal, Pictures in your mind of that partnership. And I will say for some of you, you are living the ideal picture. And that is awesome. Hopefully, some of the things that I will share tonight will just amp up and amplify your partnership, right? So listen in. I would love to hear from you. If you feel like you already have a strong partnership, share with us what it is that works for your principal and for you in that partnership, okay? Now, here's what I want to say. With that big ideal picture in your mind, that is your perspective, right? So you've painted this picture. It is your perspective of an ideal partnership. But everyone has their own perspective. And perspective matters. Everyone comes with their own experiences, their own perceptions, and their own perspective of what an ideal picture looks like. So your ideal picture for a partnership may not be the same ideal picture for your principal. And sometimes, just like with you coaching teachers, you have one perspective, teachers have a different perspective and you have different things on your plates. So when you are thinking about the perspective that you have of the ideal partnership with a principal, I want you to step back and think about their perspective. And the way that I want you to do that is by simply taking one minute to list out everything that is on your principal's plate. What is is an idea or the typical principal's day? What does that look like? What are they responsible for? What's on their mind? What is taking up their time? Take one minute, time yourself, And list as much as you can. I am betting that you are going to find that you don't even have enough room to write down or time to write down everything that you know your principal is responsible for or is on their to-do list. But here's what that's going to do for you. It is going to put things into perspective. I think sometimes this is similar to when we begin our work as instructional coaches, we have this ideal picture of working with teachers. And that ideal picture is these teachers are going to come to me and I'm so excited. I'm going to give them a menu and they're going to choose things from the menu and they're going to reach out. And then we find ourselves in our offices kind of twiddling our thumbs thinking, I sent out this menu. I even talked to them about it. Why aren't they coming to me? Well, it's because you are thinking from your own perspective. But if we can flip the script and we can think from their perspective, we might realize that, oh, this teacher's not thinking about me in this moment. She's not thinking about this coaching menu that I gave her in her box. She's thinking about guess what? Her students and everything that she can do for her students to support them. So in the same way, we're thinking about everything we can do to support teachers and principals are not necessarily thinking about what they can do to support you as the instructional coach. What they are doing is thinking, how are we going to support teachers and students? And you just happen to be a part of that. So if you can gain a little bit of perspective then it's going to help you to partner effectively with your principal because you will have put yourself a little bit in their shoes and they're going to appreciate that so much. So let's say that you've taken one minute, you've jotted everything down that you can think of that a principal does on a day-to-day basis. And I just want to tell you, I've done this with um, large groups of instructional coaches, and they do this with um, small groups and list out everything that principals do. Y'all, the entire poster is completely full of things, and they go on and on and on, and I have to stop them, right? We get to the end of the minute, and they're like, wait, we haven't even finished everything. And that's true. That's so typical, but it really helps us as instructional coaches to decide, okay, how can I partner with them? So I'm not adding things to their plate. I'm not necessarily taking things off their plate, but I am a colleague, a collaborator with them to reach the goals that they have in mind. So you've done this work, right? You've kind of thought about the perspective of a principal. Now it's time to do three Things, three things that are going to allow you and your your principal to build this partnership as collaborators. That's going to help you both and the teachers and the students reach the instructional goal or vision that you have for the campus. Okay. So here are those three things. We're going to go through them, and I'm gonna, just going to give a little bit of detail. If you have more questions about these. I absolutely want you to put in the comments like what you're wondering about. Reach out to me via email, catchingupwithcasey at gmail.com. Or if you want to join our vision-driven teams Facebook group, guys, I would love to have you there. It's Vision Driven Teams for Instructional Leaders, and I share about these things all the time. Okay, so here we go. Number one, you are going to land, if you haven't already, land an initial meeting with your principal. This is really important. And a lot of you probably, because we're already into the school year, you probably already have landed a meeting with your principal. And you maybe already have had that meeting. If you haven't, though, go ahead and land a meeting with your principal so that you both can discuss how you're going to partner together. Sometimes this conversation doesn't really happen, but it has to be an intentional meeting with your administrator, right? And that initial meeting is solely for you to clarify your role and and come up together with what it is you are going to be doing in your work to support their instructional focus or vision for the campus, okay? So remember, if you cannot clarify your role, guess what? You need to get clear on that before you go to this meeting. When you do go to this meeting, let's say you've landed that meeting and the way you've landed it is you've said, hey, principal, I want to take just a few minutes of your time so that we can talk about how I can best support you and the teachers in reaching our goals. And it could be the district vision and mission, or it could be the principal's campus instructional focus, right, whatever it is. Keep that email concise, keep it clear. This is what I wanna do in this meeting, right? So you've landed it. Now it's time to have the meeting. You're gonna sit down and say, okay, principal, I have this quick agenda because I know that you have, your time is valuable. Your t- you don't have a lot of it. So I created this brief agenda so we could make the most of our time and allow you to get back to what you need to do. So you're keeping it clear. You're keeping it concise. And you are being considerate of their time, their needs, and everything that they have to do, right? So your first order of business on that agenda is to clarify your role. And you're going to say, hey, tell me a little bit about what you envision for my role. What can I best do to support you? I know I have this job description, but tell me what's going to be most important for you from this job description. Or you might say, here's what I'm envisioning for my role as an instructional coach. I'm going to share that with you and you tell me what it is that aligns with your values and what it is that maybe I don't need to be doing as an instructional coach, right? So you're going to do that quickly. With your principal, that's going to be the foundation for your partnership. And then at the end of that meeting, you're going to say, okay, I would love to follow up with you. Can we meet on a weekly or um, every other week basis so that we can have these kinds of conversations and see what kind of impact we are each making, right? So that's what you are going to do in that initial meeting. We've got a question here. It says, would it be beneficial to send the principal your agenda ahead of time? That could be wonderful. Just know that if you send it to them an email, guess what? It can be like it can fall at the bottom of other emails that they they might find a little bo- bit more important. And I don't I don't mean they're going to find those emails more important, but. They may have the assumption that that you are already partnering together, even if you're not, even if it's not an effective partnership. Right. So really think about their assumptions. Um, And then I'm wondering if if the assistant principal should be involved. Listen, if you could get your whole leadership team together to do this, 100 percent do it. And here's why. Everyone on that leadership team needs to know what it is you do as an instructional coach they need to know how it is that you support teachers and they all need to have some input because that assistant principal is communicating with teachers just like the principal is and you want them to be able to say to teachers hey so and so our instructional coach would be great at partnering with you or guess what i was talking to the instructional coach the other day about her role this is, these are some things that she says she can do. Why don't we visit with her and see how she can support you, right? So yes, that would be fantastic to do. So you've landed your, uh, your initial meeting, you've had the initial meeting, you developed the agenda, and now you're going to follow up. And when you follow up, you are going to think about how to develop a partnership plan, okay? So this is the second thing, develop A partnership plan. And this can look different for everyone. I'm just going to give you a brief description of how you might develop a partnership plan, remembering that it could be different for your situation, for your campus, and you may already have a plan in place. And that's awesome. I would love to hear about it. So there are two ways that you can create a partnership plan. You can do a 30, 60, 90 day plan with your either principal or your instructional leadership team where you're thinking about in 30 days, what is it that we hope that the teachers will be able to accomplish? Or what is our hope or expectation for teachers within this first 30 days? If this is our hope and goal for teachers, what does that mean the instructional coach will do? So you have a column for that. And then what does that mean that the administrators will do? And you have a column for that. Then you're thinking about the same thing for 60 days and for 90 days. So when you have your follow-up meeting, you've you've in you've clarified your role in the initial meeting. Now it's time to develop a plan. Because without a plan, your efforts are going to be produce minimal products, right? So we don't want that to happen. We don't want to have the initial meeting and then we feel really good about clarifying our role, but then we're never really utilized the, to the capacity that we think we could be, right? Or we're not really partnering as well with the principal that we, as we thought we would because we just had the initial meeting. That only sets a foundation. We've got to take it a step further. So develop a partnership plan. Create a 30, 60, 90 day plan deciding how you're going to support teachers and what administrators will do with you in that. Okay, so that's one way that you can develop a partnership plan. The other way that you could develop a partnership plan is by creating a vision casting map where you're just like thinking about checkpoints across the year. And let's say in quarter one, this is what our goals are. And your principal needs to have a lot of say in that. So principal, what are our goals for this quarter? This is what her vision is or his vision is. What does that mean the coaching focus will be? And how are we going to measure results? Okay, so think about quarter one, then quarter two, then quarter three and quarter four, or whatever those checkpoints could look like for you. Okay, you've landed the initial meeting. You're going to develop a partnership plan, and I'm telling you, If you don't already have this in place, when you bring it to your principal, they are probably going to be so grateful for you because you're taking a load off of them because you're taking some of the thinking off their plates. They probably have so many thoughts, so many things that they're trying to juggle that they're assuming and waiting on you to just run with your job. Okay, So they're not necessarily thinking, hmm, how can I utilize my instructional coach this week? Probably not. But you can help them to do that and they are going to feel so confident and comfortable that you are out there supporting their instructional focus and vision because you have created a partnership plan. Okay, so That's what I'm going to say there, and we're going to go to the third thing that you will need to do in order to have an effective partnership with your principal, and that is to prepare for when communication breaks down, because guess what? It is probably going to break down at some point. You can alleviate that by thinking about how to have continued communication with your principal. Earlier, I said, when you land your meeting at the end, you want to say, hey, I want to follow up with you. Could we schedule a meeting every week or every other week? Sometimes that's not going to happen. Even if you say this is a protected time, guess what? Your principal is probably going to have something come up every now and then, and it's just a part of their job. And if we contain that perspective, that we gained in the beginning of the year, then it's gonna be a little bit less um, unnerving for us when that happens, right? So let's talk about some different ways that you can have this continued communication with your principals. You, number one, are going to have that regular scheduled meeting. When that meeting gets interrupted, you're gonna have some backups, okay? And I'm gonna talk about those in in a minute. For your weekly meeting or every other week meeting, come again with the agenda prepared. Come with the agenda prepared. Yes, you want them to have say-so in that agenda, but you also want to be able to take that off their plates. They can add to the agenda if they want to. You could have a shared Google Doc. Either way, have the agenda prepared, Okay. So here are some things that you can do if you're not getting those weekly meetings or if, you're, if your weekly meetings are not necessarily weekly meetings, but they're like, you know, I don't know, every other week or once a month. You can have a shared Google Doc or a Google Chat or a shared Google Keep Note. Any kind of format will work as long as, as it is shared. It could even be a Marco Polo um, group that you have together. This can serve as a space for you to just jot things back and forth to each other. Yes, you can have text message, but when you have a document of some sort, then you have this space that you can go back to previous conversations that you've had and see, okay, we talked about this weeks ago. What is it that we said when we had that conversation in this Google Doc? That's going to serve as a quick space for you each to share some thinking, a question, or, hey, I noticed this going on in a teacher's classroom. You might want to pop in sometime today, right? So shared documents can be super helpful. Prepared agenda, shared documents, have a backup plan. Have a backup plan. So when the meeting fails or when the meeting doesn't happen, What is gonna be your backup plan? You need to come up with that backup plan, not your principal, okay? So go ahead and decide when a meeting gets canceled, what are we gonna do in place of that? So it could be, you know what, when a meeting gets canceled, I think what we might do is just share the Google Doc. I'll share the agenda and I will put some notes in it. So you can see kind of what I was hoping to bring up in this meeting. Or, hey, we didn't get to meet today, Let's catch up on Marco Polo. Just Marco Polo me when you have time. Okay, so there are some different ways that you can have a backup plan, but do have it ready. Inevitably, it's going to happen. Let's see, how much documentation, this is a question from a participant. How much documentation should you be keeping or sharing with principals about teachers? Okay, I'm glad you asked that question. This is really... There's a fine line um, and you and your principal hopefully have already discussed that fine line. So when I meet with principals at the beginning of the year and I do it every single year, even if I've worked with the principal for multiple years, we're going to meet at the beginning of the year, clarify my role again. And one of the things that I try to always say is much of what I discuss with teachers will be kept confidential. However, Let's talk about the situations where you feel like I need to bring something to you. Right. So you can have that conversation with your principal or you can go ahead and decide, here's my boundary. Here's what I feel like is appropriate to share with principals. Here is what is not appropriate to share with principals. Typically, anything that has to do with your instructional focus or vision can be shared because you are sharing facts. For example, um, if the instructional focus for the school year is like, I don't know, I- implementing a, an instructional practice that will improve student engagement, then you can say, I've been into five different classrooms. I went into these different classrooms. Here are the positive things that they are doing to support student engagement with this instructional practice. Based on what I noticed in those five classrooms, here's what I'm thinking we can uh, work on during our next faculty meeting or here's what I'm thinking we can focus on PLC's. Right. So you just have to be really careful about your um, about those conversations and decide what is the boundary and have that conversation with your principal. Um, Let's see. Okay, so. Oh, yes. So backup plan is what you want to do. The next thing that I want to share with you is a really, really simple Um, approach to keeping in communication with your principal. At the end of the week, you can do a one by three. A one by three is a simple sticky note system where you put like on their door or you put it on their desk, wherever you decide on a, a common location together, and you are going to put three sticky notes, Okay. On the first sticky note you're writing down something that went really well for teachers or for you during the week. On the second sticky note you might write a question that you have, like some, a pressing matter. Like, hey, this is a question I have, this is something I really want to discuss. And then the third sticky note really could be anything that is on your mind, okay? It could be related to teachers, it could be a reminder, It could be anything, but you have just three sticky notes and you've decided together what's going to be on these three sticky notes so that we can keep in communication and um, even when we don't get to have weekly meetings, okay? You could do that at the end of the week. You could do it at the beginning of the week. You could do it twice a week. I would not do it every day for sure, but just a couple of times a week or once a week would be awesome, okay? Okay. Now, when communication breaks down, because inevitably it will, again, remember you are the only person you can control. So I'm going to share with you um, just one thing that you might do when communication breaks down, and you're going to go to a previous episode where I share all about how to manage these difficult conversations when communication breaks down. Okay. So I'm going to direct you to that episode here in a little bit, or you can just kind of scroll up in my podcast and find it. Um, But what I'm going to ask you to do is just be mindful of their perception and you can do some perception checking. So with your principal, you can say, here is my perception, Right now, here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to share what's on my mind or what's been rolling around in my mind. Will you just check my perception on it and tell me what you think? What you're doing when you do this perception checking um, strategy is you're taking that private thought that you have, you're detaching your emotions from it, and you are asking permission to share it and allowing them to speak into it. Okay. So when communication breaks down, and it will do some perception checking. Okay. I've given you a lot of different things to think about to build a strong partnership with your principal. First of all, ask these questions Can you clarify your role? What is your ideal picture? What's the end result of a strong partnership? And with all of that in mind, Let's do some perspective thinking, right? Gain perspective by thinking about what all your principal already has on their plate. Then you take on the role of landing the initial meeting and clarifying what it is you do together, develop a partnership plan so that you have something to anchor to as a partnership, and then prepare for communication breakdowns, right? Have those backup plans and other ways to maintain communication. Okay, I hope that you have found something here today that was useful for you. If you have, leave it in the comments or email me or message me on social media because I want to hear about your partnership with your principal and support you in any way that I can. Next week, I'm super excited because we're kind of going to flip this script. And instead of thinking about how instructional coaches can partner with a principal, I'm going to be talking to principals specifically, and I'm going to be visiting with principals about how they can utilize their instructional coaches. So if you have a principal who you're thinking, ooh, I really want them to see this episode, absolutely send them my way. I'm pumped about it because I'm going to be doing a lot of shout outs to principals who are rocking it with their instructional coaches. Okay, guys, I had such a great time with you tonight. Remember to check for the or the, um, the episode where I share about how to handle when communication breaks down. I tell all the details about perception checking and then some. Check it out. I will try to put it in the comments and in the show notes. I will see you guys next time. Bye. Hey guys, I want to give a huge shout out to you for tuning into today's Change Catalyst conversation. I would love for you to do me two solid favors. Number one, if you have enjoyed this or any other Change Catalyst conversation, do me a favor and hit subscribe. I've got a lot of great content and guests coming up and I don't want you to miss any of it. Number two, if you are thinking of a friend or colleague who could benefit from this show, share it with them. The only way to make change happen is through a multiplier effect. And you can be a multiplier by sharing this show. Until next time, I want you to go off and do the great things that Change Catalysts do.